gets weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. It's nice to be back indoors. In the safety of our home, recording a podcast for the invisible minor masses. Oh, look, hey, not so minor masses. On a side note, so far this week, we have reached number 17. Holy fuck. On the good pods true crime list. We are number 17. Number one, that's pretty cool. Number two, there's no truth to anything we talk about. There is definitely crime. (laughs) (laughs) But that's awesome. Thank you for the people that have listened and pumped us up. Yeah, I know. Woo! I don't care if it's like 1,700 people who've all listened to us once or just one person who's listened to us 1,700 times. And how Bless good you. is the quality of meth in South Florida that there is one person who has done that? <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for keeping your meth economy and our <laughs> ratings going. Bless you. Oh, my Lord. But, okay, it sounds like what happened to you out in the big wide world? <laughs> I had what we refer to in the, in the comedy trade as a hardcore bomb. Oh, so for, what happened? So it's, it's essentially, like all gigs happen on a different scale. If you if you do really well, you kill. Mm-hmm. If you fail, you bomb. This was like Zar Bomba. This was like the hydrogen bomb of bombs. Oh, this was a la bomba. <laughs> Absolutely, I've walked out on stage. It's a um, I didn't know much about the show. I uh-huh. was just booked, and someone offered me money. Okay, so, so you're a whore. You yeah, went. if you want to lure me, lure me to my death, just promise me a stand-up show that pays $100. And okay. I'll, I'll turn up and do it. So this is why you should ask questions before accepting <laughs> jobs on the internet. But carry on. Yeah. If this came off the internet, it might have been a better gig. <laughs> I've turned up there. It's a small suburban soccer club's under-16s presentation night. And Oh, tougher. Yeah, yeah. So it's a real mixture of like young lads who are super into TikTok and mm-hmm. like, you know, like TikTok influencers, that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. their entire idea of what comedy is, is people in high vis uh, doing strange dances on building sites. and Yeah, for like yeah. 20 seconds at a time. Yeah. yeah. So it's them and then like just really old Italian people who don't speak a word of English. <laughs> and I've got up on stage and from the moment I've opened my mouth, yeah. they have hated me. Oh. So I'm supposed to do 15 minutes. I think I've managed to get squeaked through about six or seven. Oh. It was bad. Oh. It was bad. Was that because you were just like, oh, this is not going well, and you just compressed your 15 minutes into seven and like, well, okay, that's the problem. Day, a joke. Bye. That's the problem. Like normally when you like, you know, when, when you write a joke, you don't put pause for laughter mm. in there. But you know how a bit works, the cadence of it. And you know that there's going to be laughter here generally. And it pads out the time of stuff. So uh-huh. what looks like only a few words on a page can be quite a long time. Okay. Minus the laughter, turns out the shit goes quick. <laughs> you just flick into the back of your book reading your to-do list. <laughs> it's like you think you've learned a language and then you've turned up in the country that you were looking to speak to and it's yeah. just like, this is gibberish. Oh. And people are staring back at you like you have... You've just asked to have sex with their dog or something like that. <laughs> anyway, I made a I made a joke about one particular local celebrity. Yeah. And at the back of what was then a very quiet room, yeah. someone just said, "Oh, that's going a bit far." <laughs> and people clapped and agreed with her, oh, like no. in a polite way, like, "Yeah, he did go a bit far." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so. That's that sounds like the most horrific experience ever. It's the first time I've in twenty years or so of comedy. It's the first time I've ever walked off stage. Not even stopped to shake hands with anyone. I've walked straight out the door, got in my car, turned it on, and just blazed into the sunset. Oh, <laughs> it was brutal. Oh my god. Well, you know what? See, we are a true crime podcast because <laughs> somebody died on that stage, <laughs> and it was you. Check my Fitbit. We'll see exactly when my heart stopped. <laughs> I can tell you, it was the one minute mark when my first joke did not land. Oh, that's what. And who? But who orders like? Stand up like adult comedians oh, for their under sixteen soccer team. It happens That's all the, the time. Australian really? comedy, Australian comedy is built on these sorts of shows. I am not a good fit. <laughs> it turns out, apparently, yeah. who knew? But uh, the other comedians all did really well, so it was me. It was on me. You can't blame the crowd. It was all. It yeah, was just you. Square peg, round hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, exactly. Oh my lord! Well, it's good to see that you uh, you you took it like a hero. It's um, funny now because <laughs> I got so thrown by stuff. Some of these jokes I've been doing for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And they always work. Like even if they only work a little bit sometimes, mm. they always work. This was met with stunned silence. And I got so nervous. I, didn't, I, I normally don't take a drink on stage. Uh-huh. And I got so thrown and nervous that my mouth instantly dried. <laughs> oh, that's like, good. Like Jordan Peterson walking into a feminist convention. Just <laughs> desert. Instantly. Mm, mm, my mm. mouth got so dry that my lips retracted over my teeth. Oh, God. And it was like I was doing this strange impersonation of a beaver oh. while telling these jokes that no one laughed at. <laughs> Do you think possibly it could have been the beaver that put people off? I think maybe. <laughs> like, And they see my teeth slowly revealing like a, like a dog that's not being given a treat. <laughs> this weird Pavlovian like you display. Just, you're just going to start biting them if they don't start laughing. This is going to go home. Just go, I don't know what kind of comedy that was, but this bloke said a whole bunch of shit we didn't understand while slowly baring his teeth at us. Yeah, he was angry. It was strangely threatening. If I've learned anything from my Labrador, that guy was really angry. <laughs> I'm glad he left. <laughs> but I got polite claps when I left. Okay. And I th- I'm pretty sure I got some polite claps when I walked out the door. <laughs> I was going to say, with the polite just... <laughs> There's just a standing ovation as you drove <laughs> slowly out of the driveway. Just finally everyone comes yeah. out. Oh. <laughs> so there are shows where, you know, you, things don't go well. You still deserve to be paid. Uh-huh. I said to my friend who was the MC, I was like, I'm not even going to invoice you for that. <laughs> that was so bad that money should not change hands. Oh, That will bring about some sort of demonic um, apparition if I were to receive payment for that. So this was your water world? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely it was. Uh, well, on that basis, Kevin Costner, you owe me $13. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my refund for that one. If, if Waterworld and Battlefield Earth oh. had a baby, that was my gig. <laughs> oh. oh. It wasn't pretty. Yeah, okay. Oh. Maybe that's what put people off, just John Travolta in like a, <laughs> with a weird forehead in the background. And the just, dreadlocks, white guy dreadlocks. Believing John Travolta in, you know what I would have looked like. What? I would have looked like, um, oh God, what's his name? The, um, the actor who was in Full Metal Jacket, who was in Men in Black. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. I would have looked like Vincent D'Onofrio when he like did the. How, how does my face look when he pulled his skin tight? I would have looked like that. <laughs> Is yeah. that better? I 
was really disappointed. John Travolta actually came to a Comic-Con just before COVID here in Adelaide. And if I was John Travolta, I would just... After face-off, I would have just signed all my photos as Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Just to just to fuck with people. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. That would be twice as interesting as a actual autograph from John Travolta. Yeah. I'd love to have a Nicolas Cage autograph, not a John Travolta autograph. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. John Travolta, you can get it for... Two, was it 200 or $400? I'm not sure. Yikes. It was, it was the most expensive I've ever seen at a Comic-Con. That's insane. And I was like, calm down. You ain't Captain Kirk. No. Even Captain Kirk doesn't charge that money. No one charges that amount of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So, no. I was uh, I was getting a Billy Zane autograph. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Billy Zane seems to really dig those Comic-Cons as well. Mm. Oh, my God. Like... Billy Zane was an absolute champ. And you know what? Billy Zane is even more Billy Zane yeah. in person. Like you see Billy Zane and you're like, Billy Zane! Just triple that. Like, oh, wow. He showed up, first of all, dressed like a 1920s like gentleman, even with oh. like the sporty like cap. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it was hilarious. And so we went in to do – anyway, a long story. My friend and I, we have this we've – we've got this thing about – Billy Zane. It's too hard and weird to explain. Um, and basically, it's just about the Phantom. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, you know, we've got like an in-joke with ourselves whenever. We'll just be like, Billy Zane. And we'll like, you know, what do you call it? Knuckle punch. Fist Knuckle, bump. Fist yeah, bump. Yeah, fist bump. Anyway, so we found out, oh my God, he's coming to Adelaide. Yeah. And her birthday was, was just after. So, obviously, we were both going to get our picture with Billy Zane. Of course. And... I'm like, oh my God, for her birthday, I'm going to get a picture of the two of us, either side of Billy Zane, and just have it like, you know, framed and mounted with just a plaque that, you know, just says, Billy Zane, fist bump. <laughs> um, so, you know, I got the tickets, we're in the queue, and it was only right before we went in, because I'm like, oh my God, this will be the best surprise gift ever. Yeah. It was only just before we went in, where I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to have to actually tell her, because... We're gonna have to pose for the photo. <laughs> Duh. So anyway, so I don't know if you've been to like to get a photo at these comic cons. No. Like it's it's such a meat market. It's it's kind of gross. Yeah. You basically you pay your money, you get your ticket, you go into this like curtained off kind of booth area. Um, they throw you in front of the celebrity. Um, you're just ah, someone just like. The picture goes off and then someone grabs you and drags you out the other end. Okay. Like, it's it's so quick. It's so <laughs> fast. It's very... Anyway, so my friend, she went in and she got her picture. Yeah. And then, obviously, before she was dragged out by the other person at the other end, I had to get in and be like, no, wait there. Oh, my God. Like, oh, we were having, like, a photo. So, I come, like, running in like a banshee, like, no, wait. Oh, my God. No, wait. Stay there. Oh, my God. We're getting another. And I was just so excited. I was trying to, like, get it all... Like before yeah. they like dragged us all out, and I just like come in like a like a like a banshee, just like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and Billy Zane, like bless him, and somehow the end, the two of us just ended up literally just dancing around my friend, uh-huh. <laughs> where he sort of just got into it and was just like oh my god, yeah, wow, oh my god, this is awesome, <laughs> and so we just sort of did a dance. He's like yeah, and so he just sort of we did this like dance. He was very excited. Um, 
We got on either side of him. The two of us both just did the fist bump because we're like, we're not even going to ask him to do the fist bump because he must just be like, get everybody asked him and he's just like, I will punch you in the face. Yeah. Without asking, he just he just automatically did like the ah! fist bump. And the two of us, we were like, ah! <laughs> and then the guy behind the camera just went, um... Ah, uh, someone blinked. <laughs> um, and, you know, we were just so happy. We didn't care. We're like, we don't, we don't care. And then Billy Zane's like, no, take another one. I'll pay for it. Take another one. Oh, wow. So we took, they took another picture. Um, oh, my God. But would you believe the bastards deleted the first one? Motherfuckers. I know. So, yeah, so he was so lovely and we got the picture and then I got it framed and painted it purple and gave it to my friend for her birthday. That's and, great. Yeah, he was just awesome. As someone who has done event photography, I can see why they did that because they need the numbers on their SD card to match the form. Oh. So if he kept that other photo, it would yeah. fuck the entire series. Well, no, then, you know, just plus one for everything. Yeah, I know, but it's all, you know, they're doing 10,000 of these things. Oh, you're just ruining the magic. Sorry. Right? Oh, you're the reason the costumes have moulds in them at Disneyland. That's what I'm saying. You're a dream killer. All right. People like you. No one told me I'm supposed to keep the costumes in a fridge. <laughs> in a dehumidifier. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I, I, I feel bad for you just sort of like driving away from your gig last night. Did you even know where you were going? Were you just like, oh, my God, I'm just going to go any direction but here? No, I kind of Thelma, Thelma and Louise that <laughs> Stop a cliff. Yeah, pretty much. I'll get a standing ovation out of them one way or another. <laughs> Chased by cops just over the Port Adelaide Bridge. <laughs> And then there would have been silence and just one woman like pushes her way to the front of the crowd and went, oh, that's a bit too much. (laughs) Just such polite heckling. It wasn't even heckling. It was polite disagreement. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen anyone politely disagree to a comedy like set. But it just seemed so appropriate. But they weren't yelling stuff. They just didn't like me. And eventually we're just like, we've had enough of this guy. And they all just started talking in unison. Like They were just like, oh, we can talk? Oh, let's just do that. Oh. It was brutal. This just sounds worse. It was so bad. Oh, my God. Well, if it makes you feel better. Yeah. When you jumped in your car and drove off, you could have driven to somewhere a lot worse. I'm not sure, actually, to be <laughs> I honest. Know. I don't know. <laughs> I say that. It sounds like you were literally in the worst place on earth. When you actually see, uh, you roll up to the venue and you're there before anyone else in the show mm. and you see young lads out the front vaping. Yeah. You're like, this isn't going to be good. <laughs> I'm surprised you just didn't pack up and just went, this is not for me. <laughs> but I needed the money. Oh, well, again, you could have gone to Hanson Road. You could have earned twice as much and only lost half as much dignity. Get these titties out for freedom. Damn straight. freedom isn't free. <laughs> it's a buck fifty per titty. You are, though, if you bomb. Ah, <laughs> oh, the road to nowhere. Oh, my Lord. Well, speaking of the road to nowhere, oh, my Lord. This week, would you believe, brings us to the topic of the week. That's cool. This week, we're looking at another road surrounded by myth. Oh, dear. Like your performance. I'll be talking about it for years. <laughs> and then he bared his teeth at us. It was, it was like seeing Richard Ramirez's mugshot. It was just so bizarre. It's like you were literally watching him die in front of you. <laughs> they, they were. 
Oh, uh, now this road. One article suggests it is the most haunted road in Colorado. Another article claims it is the most haunted road in the world. Like, Jesus, calm down, America. Like, you don't always have to be the best at everything. Like, we can all just have equally haunted roads. Do you There's know what I mean? There's got to be a little track in Thailand somewhere that's way more haunted. Oh, yeah. we Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, we, we have a road in Thailand. There's that- a road near Port Pirie where I grew up called Magnetic Hill. And you park on it yep. and you put it in neutral and it feels like your car is going uphill. That road is haunted. Is, but is that the road where everyone goes and does the meth? <laughs> no, it's, it's funny. They've actually like put a magnet at the top of it and there's like a bike stuck to it. It's very funny. It's a little tourist attraction. <laughs> and then they sprinkled meth all the way up. No? Yeah? Okay. Magnetic dust. <laughs> you can buy it in little souvenir yeah. bags when take, you take, take it you away. You slowly bare your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. But yeah, I don't know. It just seems like... Like, just calm down. Like, it doesn't have to be the biggest in the world. It's haunted, all right? Just let that be enough for you. Uh, But this week, we are looking at Riverdale Road. Or, turn me white at Riverdale Road. Oh, my God. Or, don't race the Camaro. On Riverdale Road. Please tell me there's a Camaro in this story. Oh, there's better than a than oh. it better than a Camaro. This one is just for you. Oh. There's a haunted ghost Camaro. Yes! Yes! Right out there, right now. That's so cool. Oh yeah. When we get the TV show, when we get the Netflix deal. Oh yeah. That's the most redneck ghost of all time. Oh my god, a hundred percent. Although actually, I know it's um who does the who does the horror streaming service Shudder. When we get the Shudder deal, uh-huh. we're going straight to Riverdale Road. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't sing it in tune deliberately, so we can't be sued. Very good. I'm <laughs> sure the algorithm is looking in our podcast. <laughs> well, somebody is seventeen on the charts. Yeah, Come maybe on. I should go back and do more of my bad covers, like I did with the lion and the cucumber. In our episode on... No. <laughs> oh. No. No, the public were very clear. Were they? Oh. Well, I was. <laughs> oh, that's going a bit far. <laughs> Don't make me bare my teeth. Oh. Now, if you're wondering where is Riverdale, because I know you're booking this into your holiday schedule already. Uh, isn't it like a... Isn't that where Archie's based or something? Like the comic Archie? Stay out of Riverdale. Oh, is it? I don't read Archie. That's, all I know about that is from The Simpsons. Oh, okay. Stay out of Riverdale. It's just a line from The Simpsons. Okay. Was he... He wasn't talking about his girlfriend, River, to Dale, was he? <laughs> Very specific for an Archie comic. <laughs> well, all I can tell you is it's... Look, Riverdale is in 11 miles of road between Thornton and Brighton in Colorado, the USA. Okay. Now, some legends say that this stretch of road has actually been cursed. And all that sits on or even near the road will suffer its curse. <laughs> Which can't be good for property values. Not in the least. No. No. Like, that's, that's one way to drive property value down. 
Do you think they have to do that when you sell it? You're like, 99% sure, not cursed. <laughs> Curse free since 1999. Or you just be like the real estate agents and just kind of crop that little bit of the road out of the plan photo. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Or you, you do one of those like you get like a side street that comes off Riverdale Road. So you're like, oh, no, it's not a Riverdale Road. It's on Squannington Road. That's yeah. not a road. It's a haunted easement. It's, it's- <laughs> Very different. Yeah, we put some shrubberies up. The haunted easement. You won't even know it's there. Oh, now, like many haunted roads or haunted easements, it contains a plethora of phantoms, ghouls, and ghostly tales. Ghostly, but not all. Not all haunted roads have their own poo jogger. What? <laughs> which can be experienced around the aptly named Joggers Hill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> have I feel like have we we've talked about the poo jogger before on the podcast, haven't we? We probably have, but just for a very brief recap, in the Australian city of Brisbane, mm-hmm. which is a strange mix of very progressive intellectuals and the most rednecked, redneck racist fucks you'll ever meet in your life. Mm-hmm. So it's a town that runs on a beer called Forex. They're really into rugby mm-hmm. league, not union. So these are orcs. Mm-hmm. And it's also like home to some of the greatest authors that have ever come out of this country. It's, it's a very strange place. In the midst of all it's this. It's a melting pot. So it's humid. You've got the river going through the middle of town. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's famous for having houses up on stilts uh, designed, or not so much on stilts, but they're built off the ground. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a very summery, typical northern Australian city. In the midst of all this, in a quite swanky neighbourhood mm. somewhere in Brisbane, locals were finding human turds regularly <laughs> in the stairwells at the bottom of apartment buildings. And eventually someone got the shits, quote unquote, <laughs> and decided to camp out in the bushes one night with a really nice camera and surprise the person who came along and did it. And there's a very famous photo, which you can Google, Poo Jogger Brisbane, of this man in his early 50s, very fit looking, squatting on the ground, snapping one off in a stairwell. And it turned out to be this high-flying businessman who was extremely successful and he was a really recognized runner. And he got noted all around Australia as the poo jogger. Mm, mm. Yeah. Just a rich man literally shitting on the poor. Yeah, yeah, he really was. But it's one of those where, like, do you think... Okay, so, okay, that guy, a lot of issues, okay? Yeah. But how many times do you think the guy hiding in the bushes to take a picture <laughs> of another human being doing a secret poo, how many times do you think in that night re- he reevaluated his life and his decisions? <laughs> well, the funny thing was he told the locals what he was doing. Yeah. Like all the people who were sick of finding shits in their stairwell. Which I imagine was all of them. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, if you're going to go vigilante justice and hide in the bushes with a camera, you want people to know. <laughs> like, just know I'm in the bushes with a camera. Yeah. Nothing weird. <laughs> Nothing weird. Looking to catch weird. Uh-huh. I'm like an urban Bigfoot. I'm mm-hmm. going to get him. But that's just what a weirdo would say. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm just here to catch the mysterious poo jogger. Yeah. Well, at the time, they, they were calling him Squat Squatch. <laughs> well, that's, I that's made that up. Because <laughs> they didn't know it was a jogger. They thought it was just a homeless dude. Okay. They didn't realise it was a high-flying corporate executive. Oh, my God. No, you know what? Oh, my God. We should do this as a whole, like, cryptoid episode. <laughs> squat Squatch. Squat. <laughs> 
Oh, my Lord. So, yeah, that's what I think of, like, joggers. Yeah. Yeah, that and, oh, my God, the people that you see in marathons who literally poop themselves and just keep running. Yeah. That's what I think when I think joggers. (laughs) 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 Um, Look, I come from a people. We don't run, so. Do you poo in public? No. Good. (laughs) You've passed the test. (laughs) Oh, now... This phantom is claimed to be the spirit of a jogger who was killed in a hit and run incident along the road one night. It is said the jogger bangs on the sides of cars as they drive along the road. Some people have reported hearing a large bang on their car as if they have hit something. Stopping and getting out of their vehicle to investigate, they find no evidence that they have hit anything at all. Now, Pity any fool that dares to pull over to the side of the road and linger too long. Oh dear. The rumour has it that you will hear the sounds of a loud heartbeat approaching. So I'm not jogging, but a loud heartbeat. Then the sound of footsteps. Okay. It's an escalation. It's the runner jogging towards you. Then if you haven't shit your pants and driven off by now, the jogger will pound on your car and windows slowly making their way up the vehicle. The myth states that you should never let the jogger reach the driver's side door lest they rip open the door and finito for the driver. Wow. Although police claim there are no records of any driver suddenly mysteriously dying by the side of the road. Because of a poo jogger. Um, Not lingering by the side of the road as someone, look, either alive or a dead starts banging on your car. Seems like sound advice. Sounds like this ghost just wants to see the manager. (laughs) Karen is not happy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the other thing is for like the, you know, I mean, in the last 30 years, there's no records of anyone dying whilst jogging. Um, in the papers, police have no record of anyone in the last 30-odd years um, dying this way. Right. Um, although, to me, it, it's just somebody's hit a jogger in the middle of the – kick him off the side of the road. Yeah. I mean, I imagine it's Colorado. It's quite, you know, quite lush. Someone throwing some leaves on them. Yeah, just kick him into the culvert and hmm. let the let nature let – the gophers and <laughs> – Whatever else is there, prairie dogs or... Yeah, you know. Colorado. Do they have bears in Colorado? Um, oh, whenever I see, like, anyone wearing a shirt, like, when I watch those people are buying a house in, like, Colorado, like, all of their, like, ornaments seem to be of bears and all their shower curtains have bears and their shirts have bears. So, so. the bear ate the jogger. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, especially, oh, my God, is it in my mind the jogger was having a poo by the side <laughs> of the road? <laughs> I wouldn't drag him into my vehicle either. I'd just no. kick him to the side. <laughs> I'd put him in one of those little green bio Like bags. a dog poo bag. Yeah. Clean him off your car with a stick. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that makes more sense if, like, why this spirit is so, like, pissed off. If it's just, you know, if they've just been, like, kicked to the side and eaten by wild animals. Now, this is the thing. Like, Australia, you would think, would have a similar haunted road. Mm. Because there was a time when... I don't know, because you, you and I have both spent quite a lot of time on remote outback highways. Mm-hmm. You living in Broken Hill, me living in Port Perry and Port Augusta mm-hmm. and places like that. There was a real trend about 20 years ago 
for European and Japanese backpackers yeah. to come to Australia. Yeah. And for some fucking unknown reason, yeah. cycle around the country. Mm. Like literally circumnavigate the country via road yep. on a goddamn push bike. Yeah. This is a big country. Mm-hmm. And these people would just be out there. Like It's a big country with bad roads and road trains. The Barrier Highway a few years ago actually got named one of the worst highways in Australia because, yeah, there's bits where – because, you know, there are weird flash floodings and yeah. all this other stuff. Um, so, you know, the what's left of the road in some places is actually so tiny. And especially when you've got, like, you know, two, you know, 18-wheelers coming at both ends with, like, triple loads. Yeah. Yeah, it's tiny. Yeah, so people in Europe and parts of the States wouldn't have seen these these road trains, as we call them, mm. which is essentially um, a semi-trailer with a third trailer on the back of yeah. it. So if you've ever seen Outback Truckers, yeah. that's what we're talking about. These things doing 110 kilometres an hour on the highway create a vortex, and it was not uncommon for these cyclists to just go... <laughs> And just get sucked in. I was going to say that happened in Broken Hill. Yeah, yeah, a guy like just out of town, just like sucked under. Like the guy driving the truck didn't even know. It no. was the guy behind him. So just like, oh. Yeah. Oh, no, I've just witnessed someone get turned into confetti. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Don't cycle on a fucking highway. Yeah. Oh, it's the dumbest shit you can ever do. Mm-hmm. The fucking dumbest shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's one of those things where you see people on like cycles. Because it's like these rigs. Like you're in a car. You're doing 120. And when these cars pass you, your car shakes. Yeah. From like that. I know someone driving a four-wheel drive Toyota who got sucked under one of those things. His car overturned. Holy shit. Yeah, he was driving one of those big troop carriers. The really tall ones and just... Yeah. Rolled. He ended up in hospital. Yeah. Because they're like thrashing it. Like they, they don't yeah. stop for anyone. They've got like, you know, they've got like 24 hours to do like a 36 hour drive. They're not fucking stopping for nobody. I'm just admitting to knowing about the details of crime here. Mm. But I used to live in, Excellent. I used to live in student accommodation with someone whose parents ran a trucking company. Uh-huh. And they was a freight company. Yep. So they did air freight and road freight. Uh-huh. And of course, air freight attracted this huge premium. Yeah. What they would do is they would get all this air freight yeah. and then in the middle of the night they'd load up their pickup and just burn down the highway at like 180 k's an hour <laughs> and then pocket all the coin. Oh, my God. And not put it on a plane. <laughs> just driving across <laughs> Australia like fucking Smokey and the Bandit, max speed vanishing point. Oh, my God. There's a movie in that. Yeah. Hey, look, you got to do what you got to do, man. <laughs> when they say ice road truckers, they mean... Oh. Methamphetamine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. So, yeah, don't uh, don't poo by the side of the road. Don't jog by the side of the highway. Um, and don't cycle by the side of the road. No. Now, the other phantom, which is a quite unique phantom involving Riverdale Road. This one's just for you. There's a phantom Camaro. This is amazing. Oh, yes. Now, this 11-mile stretch is a dangerous stretch of road. Okay. Okay. It winds and it bends sharply. That's not good for American sports cars, which notoriously do not turn. And this danger is amplified at night with streetlights being few and far in between. Yes. There have been a number of fatal crashes on on this road and the leading cause is speed. Of course it is. 
People just going too fast, can't take the turns. It's all about the quarter mile speed. Woo! Straight off the straight off the turn. Yep. Now, in the 1970s, a man in a Camaro died in a car crash on this road. And it was deemed that this was a result of excessive speed. Yeah. People have claimed that now a Camaro <laughs> with only one headlight oh, yes. has pulled up behind them on the road as they've been driving as if from nowhere, getting to within inches of their rear bumper as if it is trying to make them speed up. Nice. Look at you. You're such a rev head. You're like, yeah, oh. fucking come on. Others have claimed that the Camaro has then pulled up next to them whilst they're driving, revving its engines, (laughs) challenging them to race. Nice. But in case you need this spelled out for you. Yeah. John. Yeah. Never, ever race the Camaro with one headlight. (laughs) Okay. All right. As you're not going to win. All you're going to win is a one-way ticket to the afterlife. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that's what people have claimed. So don't... There you go. Don't race the Camaro with the one headlight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a terrible American graffiti kind of... <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, it's this... I can't... I mean, I'm sure it'll be like Fast and Furious 28... Or something where they run out of stories. My my nephew was staying with me this week, and he was introducing my seven year old son to the Fast and Furious franchise. Mm. My God, it gets ridiculous. I mean, it always was. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Is it the point where he like surfboards one like speeding car onto another speeding car across an embankment? Well, in one of them, Dwayne the Rock Johnson mm. crashes an ambulance into a Predator drone. Mm-hmm. A predator oh, I, yeah, I know this, yes. And then somehow takes the, the fucking minigun cannon off it mm. and manipulates it by hand to shoot down a helicopter. That's because it's The Rock. It's The Rock. Um, Could you and I do it? No. no. Could Dwayne The Rock Johnson do it? Did you not see in the film where he literally just used his, like, dick power to, like, break the cast off his body? In this same movie, yeah, Vin Diesel, yes, somehow launches a car off a collapsing parking garage. I remember it with some nitrous. Yes, I remember. Uh, and destroys a helicopter. Yes, some, and then lands mm. on the same collapsing parking garage somehow mm. and lives. Mm. It's fucking. I, ridiculous. Don't, I don't see your problem. <laughs> like, could you and I do it? No, no. But the the problem is, you've got to have the correct. Baby oil to chest ratio. Yeah, 100%. To be able to like deflect as you're falling from the helicopter down. And then then he backed it up with a with a fight with Jason Statham. A very long fight. These people are getting hit in the head with a pipe mm. for hours and mm. no ill effects. I've dated a guy like that. <laughs> he hit the pipe? To be honest. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just saying you could hit him in the head with a pipe repeatedly. wouldn't make any difference. Yeah, make him tough and broken hill, don't Yeah, I'm just saying. Could you and I do it? No. Would my ex-boyfriend do it? Probably. Yeah. You know, just different strokes for different folks. That's what I'm saying. Um, but come on. Uh, like, Die Hard. Bruce Willis killed a helicopter with a 
taxi. That's true. So it's scientifically possible yeah. because it happened in Die Hard. It's totally legit. Oh, yeah, that's Newton's fifth law. Yeah. Yeah. If it happens in Die Hard. <laughs> happens in real life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the sixth law of John McClane. <laughs> Maybe you should take on climate change. Oh, no. Well, see, that's it. That's why, that's why I've lost, like, I think that's why I've been, like, so depressed. <gasps> and it's just because, like, I've lost all hope for the world because Bruce Willis has retired. And if like it, so it doesn't matter what happens now. It doesn't matter if it's terrorists. It doesn't matter if it's a meteor or crashing at Earth. If we can't throw Bruce Willis at it, what are we going to do? That was our answer to everything. We could throw some of his later films at him. <laughs> they were bombs. Okay, but now that we found out he was sick, it's not funny. Yeah, it's not funny anymore, is it? Um, but <laughs> yeah, tell your stories about him now, Kevin Smith. <laughs> oh my god, fucking asshole! Yeah, seriously. <laughs> As while they were talking about that, I was like, I could actually feel Kevin Smith moving to delete every bad <laughs> tweet he's ever said about Bruce Willis in his life. I could just see, like, oh my god, so many tweets going out the window. Oh my god, Bruce Willis, you're a national treasure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good. What? I don't know if they built statues to him. He's good, but... He's John McClane. Okay, anyway, we'll have this argument later. Okay. Terrorist. As you drink vegan wine... <laughs> what? This, this is why he's so angry. It's not bourbon. Yeah, I know. I'm just... It's it's throwing, throwing me. Um, <laughs> You know what it is? Red wine just gets me frisky. That's the problem. Oh, dear God, I'm... Okay, yeah, let's get this over with. <laughs> oh, my God. There's some sailors on the drive home who are in for a hell of a surprise. <laughs> They're going to get chased by your haunted Camaro with one headlight. <laughs> Don't race it. You'll end up in the weeds. That's just what I call my vagina. The weeds. <laughs> oh, my God. It actually has been so long without a trim. <laughs> trim it back. You'll find a dead jogger in there. <laughs> Oh my god, that's usually the point where I know that my bush has got out of control and I need to like have a trim. I find that like if I can't reach the taps in front of me in the shower anymore, you're like, oh, okay. At least the shower scrubs itself. Get them, get them with a snipper in. Uh, anyway, so don't race the Camaro with the one headlight. No. Okay, you take nothing else from this podcast. That does sound like a polite euphemism for vagina, doesn't it? The Camaro with the one headlight. I can't see it. Trust me, it's there. It's at the top. Look for it. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> Slide across the bonnet like Starsky and Hutch. Woo! It's oiled. <laughs> Jump in through the sunroof. Oh, my God. You know, um, Vin Diesel can actually slide straight off one and straight onto another one. <laughs> of course he can. He's Vin Diesel. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Can you do it? And no. The rock would destroy it. Oh. <laughs> Literally just crumbled thinking about it. Oh, my God. Oh. You know what the best thing about having sex with the rocks would be? Knowing what it's like to have sex with a fucking garbage bag full of walnuts. Oh, God, apart from the fact that like you'd just you'd you'd lose all sense of feeling in your legs, worth it. Yeah, but the the morning afterwards, have you seen him on his cheat days when he has his pancakes? I have. Or he has like as many he has like eighteen hundred pancakes. Yeah. That'd be great. You'd need that many carbs. He'd need the carbs. Woo! 
You would look like the thrashed out uh, husk of skin in the black liquid in under the skin after he's done with you. Just floating there in a numb sense of pain while, the, while sounds just go around you. I reckon the rock would pound you so hard. Have you seen the, the latest revamping of Doctor Who where there's that woman where she's just a bit of just that flat bit of skin with a face? Yeah. That, that's after a night with the rock. You just get pounded to paste with it. And then stretched out like a beaver pelt. <laughs> what happened to you? What didn't happen? <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, my Lord. Did he find the Camaro with the one headlight? Oh, it was a demolition derby. <laughs> Crushed it. <laughs> with his school bus of doom. Oh, God. That's John McClane. <sighs> Getting it confused. Anyway. Uh, now, there are other happenings by the side of the Riverdale Road. I can imagine. Mm. People have reported seeing bloody handprints on signs as you drive along the road. Oh, that's normal for any country community. Even occasionally a help me scrawled in blood. Along the signs. People have reported these bloodied handprints and these bloody signs. The thing is, these bloody handprints are always gone by daybreak. Did it perchance rain? <laughs> I just I had this theory that it could just be like someone from the tourist board. Yeah. Okay. It's just like, oh, we're gonna beef it. It's just going and putting these like bloody handprints on all the sign. And then the Camaro is just the guy from the council whose job <laughs> is to just get to every road sign and be like, we don't want to attract that kind of like crackpot. And it's just him driving up and down the road all night in his shitty Camaro, just trying to like clean all the drive. Driving signs. up next to tourists really fast. We're a really nice community. <laughs> To follow me, I'll show you. <laughs> I can recommend a great diner. <laughs> I'll flash my one headlight. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, other people have claimed to see phantoms by the side of the road. Um, That's a very specific ghost. With the bloody handprints. No, no, to say that I've seen a phantom. Like, like not a phantasm, not a spook, not a wisp. Like to say that, no, it was a phantom, I tells you. <laughs> a phantom. It's just Billy Zane. Uh, <laughs> of, uh, of a small boy uh, that was actually uh, hit by the side of the road and was killed and died tragically on the Sounds road. Sounds to me like the problem here isn't the ghosts and the haunting, it's the local drivers. Yeah, well, just people getting, like, who's letting their kids and their joggers on the highway? Again, a bit of road sense. Um, But the thing is, people have also reported, because unfortunately, also a lot of dogs have, like, been hit by shitty drivers on this road. Oh, dear. So people have reported uh, the boy, with the phantom boy, with a, you know, phantom dog playing by the side of the road. I actually think that's really lovely. Now, how evil is this road? Do they have phantom ducks? Has someone hit ducks? Oh, I have not. I have not heard anything about a phantom duck. Because if you hit a duck, you are truly evil. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Everyone breaks for ducks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't got anything about phantom ducks. If there's a phantom duck, you know this place is fucked. Yeah, up. you're like, oh, these people are messed up, man. Yeah. Yeah, 
the phantom dogs and the phantom kids have found yeah. each other and they're playing by the side of the road. Yeah. Aww. That's pretty sweet. I think that's nice. Yeah, a dead yeah. boy and his dead dog. Yeah. It's kind There's of a Disney movie. It literally is Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah, fucking <laughs> oath. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I'm surprised Tim Burton hasn't been out there like cracking a shit <laughs> over copyright. <laughs> oh Lord. There are also two ladies in white who haunt this road. Oh, hello. One is a young woman in white who is seen hitchhiking on the road. Um, and for those who have stopped to offer her a ride, as soon as you open the door, disappears. Bitch. God yeah, that's rude. Like, I just lost all the momentum applying the brakes. The bloody feminist ghost, you can't even pull over on the side of a haunted highway and offer them a ride without <laughs> them disappearing on you. Yeah. Ugh. Fucking misandrists from the afterlife. <laughs> okay, the question I have, because there's this and there's another lady, and we had this before. There was the, the tunnel in Germany where it was like, oh, you know, a woman in white. Why are they always white? Why are the ghosts always white? Why are those wearing white? Are like all ghosts, like a ghost's white? Imagine being like a ghost from the 80s and you're like stuck in day glow. Yeah. That'd suck. Is that racist to say? A ghost, are all ghosts white? I mean, <laughs> oh my God. Are these oh. ghosts or just dead KKK members? <laughs> I was going to say, oh my God. Suddenly surprise announcement. The KKK has got behind the afterlife. All ghosts are white. <laughs> this is white heaven. <laughs> you fuck after black heaven. I tell you, the music is going to be better in black heaven. Oh, 100%. I do, oh, my the God. The music, the food, the sport, oh. everything is going to be better. It's just going to be the fucking... twerking. Jewel and Amy Grant in oh. white heaven. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Oh, my oh, God. Shania Twain. Oh, oh, my God. I want to get... No, that's gay heaven. <laughs> She's definitely in gay heaven. Oh my god! Yeah, actually, I wouldn't mind going to gay heaven or black heaven. I do not want to go to white heaven. White oh. heaven's just a gated community in Florida. <laughs> Keep off my cloud. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh my god! I want to see the manager. Do you mean God? Is that what you're? Is that what you're saying? Oh my god! Oh my god! A woman in Florida in her gated community got eaten by two alligators. Good. She she was walking around the pond with alligators, okay, but wait for it, okay, just say, it's a pond full of alligators, yeah, okay, yeah. so not only, like, they say don't go down, like, admire the pond, yeah. but this is why you all have back fences, so she went down to the water's edge and then was walking around the pond, she was, like, in her 80s, slipped and fell into the pond, Two alligators came at her from like oh, different no. ends of the buffet. Oh no! People <laughs> like just popped her like a Christmas cracker. Oh god! <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh Jesus, that's bad. <laughs> so, just don't, don't walk. If you're not that good at walking, all right. When don't. I when I said good, I imagined maybe like a Karen in her early fifties in yeah. white capri pants. Yeah. And a bouffant. I'm not somebody's nana. I retract my good. <laughs> she was just nana out for a walk. But like, there's gotta be that moment where like you feel yourself like going, like, oh, oh, I'm gonna fall. I'm <laughs> gonna fall. Like. Hope I don't get eaten by gators. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Then again, what a legendary death. <laughs> but oh my god, no, because you know what? What a wuss. Uh, I think it was, it was it last year there was a guy who was, again, gated community, was walking his like puppy by the pond yes. filled with like alligators. 
um, and one grabbed his dog and then dragged it into the pond. This absolute legend jumps into the pond and just starts John Wick karate kicking the shit out of the alligator (laughs) and literally and then like gets its mouth and pries its mouth open for like the dog to be like what the fuck and just like flop out of the mouth um and the guy just like punches it in the face once more like Clint Eastwood style (laughs) Uh, <laughs> it just owns this alligator and then it then gets out and takes his takes his dog home to the that's vet amazing. for a checkup. That so, is amazing. That's all I'm saying. Maybe if she had put a little more, you know, Van Dam into it. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'd do that for my cats. America is such a strange place. It really is. There are people who want to see the manager and then there's that guy. <laughs> there's that guy. I am the manager. <laughs> <laughs> And the amount share of you, alligator, you bitch. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my Lord. Uh, but yeah, okay, now we went weirdly racist. Uh, so the second lady in Seen by White uh, is down by an area that is colloquially known as the Gates of Hell. <laughs> Again, bad for property price. <laughs> I know, it comes up with like... Uh, now the gates of hell. Yeah, used to actually just well, okay, it was a couple. It was some like a wrought iron gate. Okay, okay, so maybe, maybe it looked a bit Tim Burton. Yeah, maybe go out and see some more gates before you sort of, you know, like I think you've pegged it a bit too high. Imagine owning that business, gates from hell. How can I help, help you? <laughs> I want something in nice white pickets. Don't do them. We only do wrought iron gates from hell. <laughs> I'm 100% Satan approved. <laughs> oh, my God. How disappointing. Like, they better be fireproof. Like, if they ever burnt <laughs> down, you'd be like, what the fuck, dude? I'm just imagine their cable TV community access ad. The devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a gate. <laughs> and he found it at gates from hell. <laughs> it's put around your own gated community where you can keep everything but the gators and your own lack of common sense out. Definitely works on black folk. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? I think that ad actually exists. I think it does. Yeah, I'm using a really bad southern accent for Colorado here, and I get told off when I do a southern. Yeah, yeah, hypocrite. <laughs> Can you do that accent? Oh, okay. So, do you want to hear about the gates of hell? Of course, I do. Well, the gates of hell. Uh. The rumour was that behind the gates of hell, there actually was a mansion. Okay. And the rumour was that the man inside, always the man inside, had made a deal with the devil. Airbnb? (laughs) And so part of that deal with the devil, as well as charging an excessive nightly rate, he decided to burn the house to the ground with his wife and children inside. Of course. Now, the problem is, with this particular rumour it was, um, the house was actually built in the 1860s. Okay. And there is no record of someone who owns the house burning the house down and killing their wife and child inside. Okay. Um, However, in May of 1975, the... Abandoned chicken coop, 
which was connected to the house via a tunnel. Who needs a fucking tunnel to a chicken coop? <laughs> what are you doing to the chickens? I think we all know <laughs> who needs a secret tunnel to the chicken coop. Chicken fucker! <laughs> oh, I imagine it's like a Tom Waits song you sing as you're going down there. Going down to my tunnel to fuck a chicken. <laughs> Goes through the gates of hell. <laughs> By candlelight. <laughs> I mean... It probably has, you know... Um, Looking at the plans. What, what's this chicken fucking tunnel? That's what it says. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Don't you? Is that code for something? No, it is not. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, the chicken, if I showed it a good time. <laughs> That's why they got that little red thing underneath their chin. You got to give it a little tickle, tickle. <laughs> You're filthy, or the other explanation, <laughs> it could have more likely been uh, to, like, smuggle illegal liquor or uh, slaves uh, during the Civil War or people hiding. Probably, yeah. You know, and could have been used as an escape route. Yeah. That's that's what we tell, tell ourselves at night. <laughs> oh, so, the chicken coop burnt down at one in the morning. Now, the thing is, the fire department arrived and actually put what was left of the chicken coop out. Yeah. Um, But then they told the people that the tenants had to actually move out of the house uh, because the house was so run down, it was a fire trap. So, basically, it was a slumlord situation. Yeah. So, definitely Airbnb. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Then a couple of months later in September, another person who didn't own the house claimed, marked it for historical preservation as an important house in the area. Um, Two months later in November 1975, it mysteriously burned down. Oh, isn't that a shock? (laughs) Isn't that just a shock? What? (laughs) I I tried to spend half a million dollars restoring it and look what happened. Yeah, I wrote the check to give to the contractor and a spark came off my pen. Yeah, it flew right past the chicken fucker coop. <laughs> Where shall I fuck my chickens now, sir? In the street like a commoner. <laughs> oh, my God. So, but I mean, you know, so either somebody lived there before 1860 and murdered their wife and child, that's the possibility, and people have got the, the dates, all the poor people who were living in the slum territory, nobody reported it. But there's no official record of this one actually happening. So this one might just be a bit of a over-dramatisation. I dare say the stories of this county are greatly exaggerated. Houses burning down, haunted Camaros. Well, the other thing is that there was, uh, there's always been claims that there's been a lot of black magic rituals that happened in the area, okay. including... The chicken coop. (laughs) (laughs) And people who have visited the area around the chicken coop reported unexplained footsteps in the night. That's just the horny owner by the sounds of it. It really is. But on a serious note, evil has been in these woods for a very long time. And it's rumoured on some full moons, people have seen the ghosts of African-Americans pre-Civil War 
hanging from a selection of trees in the area. Uh, I believe that one, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of areas down south where I imagine that's a problem. Was Colorado in the Union? Yeah. So they, they fought for the Union? No, they, they who, the guys in blue, the good guys. Yeah. 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 My geography's terrible. Yeah. No, they did. Um, My entire geography of the area is based on John Denver songs. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Where's, I, where's the Shenandoah River? I don't know. No idea. But I imagine it would have been like even in areas, do you know what I mean? Like you still get crackpots. Do you know crack, what I mean? Crackers and crackpots. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So. Mm. Um, now, other legends of the area extend well over 150 years ago. Okay. With people claiming that areas along Riverdale Road are home to Native American shapeshifters ah. that change into animals and vice versa. Now, are these skinwalkers? Um, no. No, okay. Just people who just, oh, what? I'm going to be a deer. Blop. Oh, like in True Blood. I'm a deer, yeah. <laughs> and they just prance around the forest. And you know what? I don't see why people are like, oh, my God, like people are going to turn into like a possum. Like what? What do you give a shit? Like, <laughs> like if if a person wants to turn into a possum at night, yeah. and swing upside down from a tree, why do you give a shit? <laughs> it's not natural. He wants to be a stoat. <laughs> Let the man be a stoat. There's nothing wrong with being a stoat. If you want to be a stoat, be a stoat. Stoat lives matter. Mm, damn straight. As long as you're not like dressing up as a stoat just to fuck other stoat, oh, then that's not cool. That's stoat face. Yeah, that's not that's nah. not cool, man. Nah. That's not cool. But yeah, I don't know. I don't understand like unless like unless they're turning into something like a rougarou and they're eating people, sure, that's a problem. That is, yeah. But if you're just turning into like, you know, like a buck and just tripping through the forest or an eagle, that would be fucking awesome. Who wouldn't do that? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't turn into a buck in Colorado, where they have whole seasons to shoot them. That's true. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it'd be nice though. Like wouldn't you like to turn into an eagle and just fuck yeah? That'd be fucking awesome. Shit on people. Attack paragliders. Oh yes. It. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And then like as like all these photographers like clam around to be like, we're gonna take the most patriotic photo ever because you just land on an American flag and then just <laughs> ah, drop a giant shit and then the photographer's like, ah, oh, do I publish this or not? Is this patriotic or not? I don't know. <laughs> Shitting for freedom. <laughs> ah. oh, but that's just me. That's what I would do. I'd do it on the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I'd fly into the Capitol building, in the museum, smash through the case. <laughs> <coughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just took a moment to picture that. Just shit on the second moment. Oh, my God. Now, Stephanie Smith is a Denver ghost hunter. Of course she is. Mm-hmm. And she has gone on to describe some of her adventures whilst hunting some of these phantoms along the road. This might be a vague generalisation, but I've never heard of a black ghost hunter. Stephanie Smith is clearly a very white name. Mm-hmm. You, black people don't have time for this bullshit, <laughs> do they? <laughs> well, well, they? They've got 
white people to like, <laughs> they don't need to find like people who aren't there to run away from. They yeah. already have enough people to run away from. The police, Karens. Yeah. Systemic oppression. Yeah. Except- They're not worried about a ghost on the side of the road who wants to race them in a fucking Camaro. That's the least of their problems. That would be at least you know the ghost is welcoming them into their community. You know, oh my god, it's not like locking the doors and driving away. Oh, oh my lord. Now, actually, one of the funniest things I've seen: Jordan Peele, um, uh, in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. They do that comedy git where it's the it's a zombie apocalypse and they go to like a gated community yeah. and none of the white zombies will attack the black people. <laughs> the zombies are like, oh, and trying to like lock their car when they see them coming. That's right. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, I, I don't think they're bothered by the Camaro either. Oh, my God. It's just literally white people who have nothing to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, she's a Denver ghost hunter, and she's recorded a little bit about her experiences hunting ghosts and phantoms on this area. Yep. I want to see someone going after the Camaro. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Just how do you think you would attract a phantom Camaro to you? Uh, get a mullet? Get a mullet. Woman in uh, denim shorts. Oh, yeah, okay. Play some uh, Ted Nugent music. Okay. Uh, you know, just basically anything to do with Burt Reynolds. Oh, so big moustaches, big porn 70s moustaches, extra tight denim pants. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. How is this car not haunting everyone in Colorado? <laughs> uh, so this is how Stephanie describes her experiences on Riverdale Road. How... Oh, what's a Colorado accent? We just give up. Just do whatever one you want. <laughs> no, Colorado. It's it's is it cowboy and western kind of? Yeah, kind of Middle America. It kind of Clint Eastwoody. Why not? Okay. Um, I just think a Colorado. I just think cowboys. I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Like ranches more than anything. I would have thought it's like big mountains and ranches, isn't it? Okay. The first time I investigated Riverdale was many years ago. Oh, this is Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie might smoke. The first time, it was true, I was drawn to the one part of the road. I got out of my car and began walking down the road. It seemed pretty quiet. You could hear the oil drums beating in the fields. But other than that, it was quiet. I decided to walk on the other side of the road for a while. As I was walking, I could see someone ahead of me. The first thing I remember was that they had on boots. But otherwise, it was very shadowed. I have seen ghosts, and this one just seemed to be walking towards me. I tried to think rationally, but I just kept getting nervous. (laughs) Good pair of boots and a good pair of legs will do that to you. (laughs) And then that turned to panic. And at some point in my walk, I turned around and I ran the other direction. I ran and I ran from the shadow with the boots. (laughs) 
past my team, past the camera crew, past the cars until my head had cleared. What a bitch, Stephanie. <laughs> like, don't even get a heads up to everyone. Fucking killer grows fatter. <laughs> now you're going to save it for your blog. <laughs> I'm going to save it for the podcast episode. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm going to run the fuck out of there. But I will at least yell at you as I run into the field. Fucking guys! <laughs> nice boots on, though. <laughs> Are they vegan? I think they came from the Miranda Lambert store. <laughs> I'll get a plug-in. <laughs> Oh, Lord. So she basically just fucked off, ran past everyone, but essentially led, like, the f- booted phantom to them. Yeah. And then fucked off. Bit of a bitch move, Stephanie. I'm just yeah, that's some, that's some white privilege. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On camera, they caught a white ball of light zooming past me. Again, why is it white? Because it was a bug. That's why. <laughs> After a few moments, I cleared my head and walked on the other side of the road. I felt fine. All my crew, the cameramen, were all dead, but I felt (laughs) fine. Oh, Lord. I had fun. I had no trepidation at all. You're a white woman in Colorado. What have you got to be afraid of? Yeah. You're a long way from Mexico, lady. But every time I walked on the other side, I would feel the same panicked feeling. This got me thinking. If this was some sort of imprinted event that I could only see and feel if I stepped in on it. So I began to get volunteers. Different nights. And have them experiment. I told them nothing of my experience. Just had them walk down the road for as long as they could and then come back and tell us what they felt or saw. Can you imagine? Like, I imagine, like, so in my mind, she has just gone to a road. She's picked up a lot of prostitutes (laughs) and just said, look, you know what? I want you to just get out of my car here in the middle of nowhere, walk up to that tree and then walk back. Yeah, sex workers have just such safe existences, don't they? Yeah. Just like, what the hell? Oh, Lord. So, yeah, she just had these strange people, didn't tell them anything about the phantom that could kill them, just had them walking up and down death row. (laughs) Uh, uh, This is what she reports. Some have reported seeing a shadowy figure. Others felt scared. You have driven them to the middle of nowhere and made them get out of their car and just jog on while you sit in the car, presumably to jerk off. Of course they're scared. She's the shadowy figure. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, some were scared. Some ran back to the car. Some felt like they were being fathers and others just felt ill. Again, I think it's the circumstance in which you have placed these people. Yep. No one is relaxed. No one is then like, oh, this is fine. I'll go for a scroll. Yeah. La, 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 la. Oh, look. A, a, a stoke. Uh. <laughs> uh, she goes on to say, I have never found any historical experience to support this story. But I keep looking. There are too many people that feel the same thing what story you've got a man walking up the road in boots yeah it's not a new story make 
unless you're Vin Diesel and you've just like flipped off a Camaro onto another Camaro <laughs> and then fought Jason Statham. No one cares, mate. Yeah. No one cares. Oh, Lord. Now, talking about the Riverdale Road hauntings, in 2019, Thornton Police spokesperson Matt Barnes spoke on the subject. Okay. After speaking with dispatchers, we are aware of the urban legends out there regarding this road and how it might be haunted. (laughs) However... We have not been able to remember or locate any calls for service worth mentioning that would be in any way related to these urban legends. <laughs> Barnes, who has worked for 30 years with the Thornton Police Station, uh, did admit there had been several fatal crashes on the roadway during his time there. But <clears throat> basically, due to its winding nature... At excessive speeds, these drivers attempt on the roadway. But the question is, are they driving excessively? Because they were being forced by a Camaro <laughs> with one headlight. <laughs> I like they actually had to specify that this old Camaro had one headlight. Of course it fucking did. <laughs> Mismatched panels of doom. (laughs) The bumper sticker that had slogans which read aloud would summon army of deadites. Keep on trucking. What? (laughs) Oh, God, it has begun. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. So that is the legend um, of Riverdale Road. Now, I can see with your face that you're not convinced. It's flimsy. (laughs) Flimsy at best. But it's got to be worth it. Kind of haunted Camaro with one headlight. At least that's cool. It's cool. It's a cool phantom. Very cool phantom. Yeah. Do you think we should get a Camaro and drive it up and down the road and see what happens? Yes. We don't have any money, though. When we have money, (laughs) do you think we should get a Camaro? Yes. Um, Oh, my God. No, that's what... Oh, my God. Isn't that literally the entire plot of... What's that Quentin Tarantino film with Kurt Russell? Death Proof. Death Proof, yeah. They go to look at a car and then literally... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be you and me and a Camaro with one light out. With Stuntman Mike chasing us. <laughs> you know what? Not the worst way to spend an afternoon. Fuck no. Kurt Russell could chase me. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. he could pop my headlight. He could escape your New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think he could. He'd be in big trouble in Little China. (laughs) And then he meets the thing. I do not like my vagina being referred to as the thing. That's where I draw the line. I love you, baby girl. Hairy, hairy baby girl. Oh, dear. Oh, my Lord. You, sir, are not a real gentleman. No, I'm not. No. You know what I need? I need a Mothman. Ah. It's a real Mothman. Eat the carpet. Well, you can always show your titties for freedom. Freedom isn't free. I need to see those big titties. Ah, until next time. <laughs> 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 <laughs>